There is a difference between property management and asset management. How can he, now that he lives in Denver and most of his portfolio is in the Midwest, how can he manage something like that? And it's not necessarily as a property manager. So learning new skill sets allowed him to evolve from property management to asset management. Now that he's managing that asset management, he's working on the acquisition management track of his now investment vehicle. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris, and when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview, dive deeper, and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, It's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. Welcome to Passive Wealth Principles, What I Learned episode. I'm your host, Jake Harris. Today, I'm talking about Dr. Nate Smith, about his investment journey from a pharmacist into now an asset manager and a property manager owning 200 plus units, uh, $25 million in assets under management, and really unlocking the financial freedom that most people seek to achieve in their investment career. And he did all of that by the time he was 32 years old. Uh, man, it is an exciting episode. So uh, let me jump into this right away. Is so, so Nate didn't really you know, come from a real estate investing family. He grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. He went to university, um, I think it was at Eclair, you know, University of Wisconsin. And the first property he got, he convinced his dad to buy it with him and he house hacked it. He rented out the other bedrooms. Then from that, he has a real estate investing journey, discovered that, wow, I can manage some of these things. Maybe I should start doing some student housing where I went to undergrad. From that time, he was able to start investing more and more into these duplexes and, you know, uh, quadplexes or triplexes in this this market that had really old properties, you know, things that were, you know, 1880s, uh, you know, really old properties. And there are a lot of issues that come along with a, a, an older property. So it, as he evolved from that, was he started making a little bit more money as a pharmacist. He was able to start evolving his own investment portfolio. And it took several years until he got to a place where he was kind of financially free, but with the understanding that he was financially free in a very low cost market like in Wisconsin. He moved to Denver, Colorado, you know, following his wife, moving to the bigger city and and creating an environment where he can go, 
ski and hike the mountains and do a lot of amazing things that that, that nature that Colorado has in this close proximity. But his cost of living drastically went up. So he was able to use his his skill sets, his licenses, and dive back into making some money in a high-income career as a pharmacist and was able to start making some more money and then in buying more real estate and continue to move up his passive income, his you know portfolio, which was interesting. He brought up a great point, was like, hey, if I'm 10 or $15,000 short from you know hitting the investment amount of money that I to, to make this deal happen, I can oftentimes, or he can as a pharmacist, go pick up some more ships, go pick up eight, 10, 15 more ships and make an extra $15,000 while in escrow during the next 60 days and come up with that and be able to take down that portfolio or buy that particular asset. So I think that is something that is is often misguided or not connected to is if you're a high income earner uh, in sales or, or medical, you can make lots of money in short time periods. You can also become very, very attractive as a borrower to banks. Banks will give you higher amounts of money and higher leverages at lower interest rates if you're a medical professional. So that I found incredibly insightful, and obviously Nate has taken that and and leveraged that. Um, We talk about how just being around, and and it's one of these clever elements where he ended up being around rich people when he was young. He was in his 20s, his early 20s, and he took a job during the summer of working on a fishing boat and where a, a lodge up in Alaska where people would pay money to go do these expensive fishing trips. And so then he was stuck on the boat, helping them out, do their fishing. He would just ask them questions. What do you do? This is one of those things that I, in my own experience, had some you know background in. I did it through the country club, but Nate was able to do it at being in a lodge up in Alaska where high income uh, earners were spending lots of money to go fish for a week in, in the middle of Alaska and catch some salmon or some crab, or I actually don't know what they were catching or trying to go after. But he got insights of information that became incredibly valuable for his future education. And so you don't know what you don't know. Well, he didn't know that he needed to look at cash flowing property. He needed to find this. And so when he was educated and was able to start reading these books, he was able to look for cash flow. Over time, he's evolved. He's gained more and more knowledge. Part of it, you know, we even dive into is when he became a professional investor. There was a difference between property management and asset management. How can he, now that he lives in Denver and most of his portfolio is in the Midwest, how can he manage something like that? And it's not necessarily as a property manager. So learning new skill sets allowed him to evolve from property management to asset management. Now that he's managing that asset management, he's working on the acquisition management track of his his now investment vehicle. I call this a passive wealth machine is this passive wealth machine evolves in time, but has different skill sets that you need to master at different levels of your machine's operation. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Look, 
Two of the most common questions I get asked are, where can I find good deals to invest into? And is it possible to invest alongside of our deals as a passive investor? So my team and I wanted to put together an insider list where you can get first access to investment opportunities, due diligence resources, and best practices for those interested in investing passively into deals like the ones we talk about on the show. Those deals are mostly in the commercial real estate space, but I oftentimes get exclusive access to deals of people like the guests on my show. If those deals pass our criteria, we pass them on to those on the list. To gain access to this insider list, all you have to do is go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. We also host events, dinners, and give away VIP access to events that I'm speaking at or attending. Once again, it's www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. For those that are serious about passive wealth building, we'll see you on the inside. Now, back to the show. So, Nate walked us through all of these things in very short order, and I thought it was a, a tremendous advice. He, he talked about people that he, he guides to stay in their W-2, their high-income uh, earning job, a little bit longer than until they've actually truly unlocked their financial freedom. Uh, one of the other big things that he, he went through uh, and gave insights to her towards was after he has been financially free and no longer has a day job is how do you structure your day? And I've heard this from several other people is you need to develop a system that allows you to continue to work. It might not be in the, the, the normal of punching the clock, but how do you start developing systems to work? And then so if he works for six hours a day, that then gives him the remaining of the time to spend with his family and his, his kid. But it's like he has created some framework that dives into his process, his acquisition, his asset management, his VAs, those other things that are allowing him to continue to make momentum so that he avoids something like depression or uh, being unfulfilled. So I, I think this is a, a tremendous episode. I, th- I recommend people that jump into it, learn about eating the frog, learn about some of these interesting things about how he got in, fell into a, an oil and gas fracking deal with some fracking sand. Tremendous episode. I hope that you gain some insights from this. If you want to hear other tips, tricks, and strategies, go to catchknives.com where you can sign up for our newsletter. That newsletter takes things about like this, these interviews, this Dr. Nate Smith, what he learned, and we create some systems and some frameworks around how you too can get into some of these deals. Today is the best day to be learning about passive income and passive investment because of the way that artificial intelligence, chat GPT, and all these other things are disrupting the space as a whole is I think this is the golden era of opportunity for people that are really starting to look to leverage all of these systems to start becoming passive wealth investors, but also to unlocking themselves and disconnecting from the matrix, so to speak, of the corporate, the W-2, and how can you quit your day job, stop trading your time for money, and start using money to buy back your time. Catchknives.com. Sign up for the newsletter. I'm Jake Harris. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. 
You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.realestate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.